Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast here on NewWorkRevolution.com. This is Brandon Allen. And today I've got a question for you. But before I get into that question, for the for the most part, the people who listen to this podcast are business owners. And you started a business because you want freedom. And what I know about entrepreneurs is that we don't like to be put in a box. We don't necessarily even like to be told what to do. And we despise things like bureaucracy, uh, doing things a way that's always been done because that's just the way we do it. Uh, We're a rebellious sort of people. And today I want to talk about embracing and pursuing freedom. And the question that I have for you is, is when we talk about total experience design and how do we create a business by design versus default, The one question that I have to ask you is that we spend a lot of time creating an experience for patients or customers or end users. We spend a lot of time creating experiences for employees. But what gets lost in this whole thing is, as a business owner, what sort of experience are you creating for yourself? And as we kind of, uh, you know, we're wrapping up the summer and we're kind of in the last month, some of you already have your kids going back to school, things like that. Uh, the question becomes like, what, what is it that you can do as a leader to create an experience for yourself? And the reason why this is important is that as the leader, you're the catalyst for everything that happens. And if you're not the best that you can be for you, then it's hard to be the best that you can be for other people. And this gets lost in the shuffle because, uh, you know, one of the cool things about entrepreneurs is not that they're just rebellious. The cool thing is is they're not rebellious for no reason. They're rebellious because they want to create value and they want to ruthlessly commit to that value creation process. But because they're so giving and so serving, they find themselves uh, taking on too much and, and almost uh, getting too caught up into the service of others, and they completely forget the service to themselves. And the concept that I want you to think about here is, you know, how do you create a life where money serves your life versus your life serving your money? And what that looks like is, is look, if I have a life that where money is serving my life, I utilize money to do the other things in life that I enjoy doing. And when we talk about wealth in all areas, there's five tracks of wealth that that I look at. And the first one is financial. The second one is soul purpose or spiritual, that spiritual track. There's business or the mental track. There's the physical track, keeping your physical health in order. And there's the social track of building relationships. Business is only one part of that. And we can use business to serve in a lot of different areas. We can use business to uh, create more impact if you're into ministry or or something church-related or want to do a missions trip, right? Money can help serve the needs of, of, of some of those areas and some of the things that you may be interested in outside of the work you do. 
Uh, money is not the end-all be-all in building relationships, but when I have money, it allows me to create experiences with the people that I love and spend time uh, doing things with the people that I love in a meaningful way. And and that doesn't mean that you can't do that without money, but you know, money is, is something that, that really helps that. But the problem is is where how a lot of people operate, and, and this is most prevalent outside of entrepreneurship, but it's certainly prevalent within it, is that people uh, basically live their life to serve their money. And what I mean by that is they work all the time. They are always thinking about work. They never turn it off. It's work, 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 work. Uh, I was talking to a business owner who uh, had told me he hadn't taken a vacation in years. And I thought, wow. And, and, and you know, what, what is that like to not take any time off or to not take a vacation or not travel somewhere in a meaningful way, especially when you have other people in your house that may enjoy those sorts of things. I have uh, clients that I work with that work, you know, 80 to 100 hours a week. They work through the weekends. They work in the evenings. And these are people who have families and they're stressed out because basically their life serves their money. All their waking time, effort, and energy goes into figuring out how they're going to get paid. And when our life serves our money, that is a function of scarcity. That's scarcity. It's saying that, look, uh, I've got to make this decision because it's about money. And if I stop doing this over here, the work, then the money won't come. Now, it doesn't matter that uh, we want the money for our life, but we hate our life. That's, that's the rub in the whole thing, right? We, we use our life to make money, but in the end, we hate the life that we have because all it does is serve the income. And everyone else gets to enjoy that, but the person who's earning is typically how that goes. And then that person gets resentful f- from it, but they don't change because they're in scarcity because they feel like if I make a change and if I do what I really want to do, then I won't be making money. That's not freedom. That's bondage. And there's not a worse bondage that you could have in this life than to work in a way where your life continuously serves your money day in and day out. Now, the problem is, is because of scarcity, we don't, uh, we don't try to adopt new habits or new behaviors. We just keep doing the same thing that we've been doing, and we hope if we just do it harder or we just do it a little bit longer, we will outrun our crazy. And the problem is, is we never outrun our crazy. So what does it look like to create an experience for you. What would it look like if you created a ruthless, if you had a ruthless commitment to freedom in your own life? And, and the best way that I can do this is through boundaries. And this is really tough, right? Because if I'm an entrepreneur, one of the things is, is I'm a free spirit, right? I like to, you know, I'm an eagle. I like to fly. But the problem is, is because of our free spiritedness, a lot of times we end up creating the worst kind of bondage for ourselves because there's no intention behind what we're doing. It's always kind of fly by the seat of our pants, see what happens. And eventually what we do is we take a habit that worked for us. And and this is the challenging thing about bad habits, right? You can have uh, good habits don't always produce good outcomes. Bad habits don't always produce bad outcomes. But when we get good outcomes from bad habits... We, we think, man, we can, we can make that work, right? Like we just think we're bulletproof and we try to let it ride all the time with those bad habits. And pretty soon as we grow and we scale and our business becomes more complex, we realize we've created something that we really don't want. And so now we're stuck because now I'm making money in this bad way of making it 
And now I don't know how to unravel that because to do it, it may it may mean in the short term taking a step back from the money so that I can embrace freedom on the other side. And the question I have for you, if you're struggling with this, is what is your freedom worth? What is it worth? And what would happen if your income did take a hit for a couple months, three months? Would you be able to survive? Would life go on? Would you be able to figure it out on the other side? And creating boundaries is really important here. Creating bound, and, and the reason why is because no one cares about your life more than you. And you're the expert in your life. And if you think that other people are going to be considerate of your life, you're mistaken. And I think a lot of times what we hope is that other people will just consider the fact that, you know what? Uh, I look, you know, he looks really busy or she looks really busy. Man, I, I don't, I don't want to bother her because she just looks busy. So I'm going to leave her alone because, man, I, I just don't want to stress her out. No one's thinking that. No one cares. You know why? Because we're all self-interested people. And it's not because we don't care about humanity, we don't want to help other people, but we're self-interested when it comes right down to it. And if you can help me with my interest, I'm going to ask. I'm going to approach you. I'm going to talk to you about it. Now I'm relying upon you to let me know if uh, you can do it or not and set a boundary for me. So I think a lot of times we have to get over this uh, idea that other people are going to just recognize you know, how important and how busy we are, and they'll stop bugging us with these reactive type tasks. And if we don't get good about setting boundaries and saying no, we're always reacting to things. So one of the things I like to do to create great boundaries is, is just by having uh, a plan. What do I want to do? And I talked about this uh, you know, uh, in my last podcast episode is of setting a day that has integrity and intention behind it. You know, how do I set a day that has intention and then I follow it through with integrity? And the intention part is important. What is the plan? What do I want to accomplish today? What are one or two wins that I can create for myself? What, what does my week look like? What does my month look like? What does my quarter look like? What do I want my year to look like? How do I create this plan? Now, this doesn't mean that the plan is going to unfold and be executed in exactly the way that we want it to. But when we set that intention, it gives us uh, a a process for looking at our work and deciding what we'll do and what we won't do. Now, part of the boundary that I like to create is buffer time for distraction. So if someone has a question, someone calls me and I need to return their phone call, checking emails happens during a specified time that I've decided is, is interruption time, is reactive time, is emergency time. These are the things that, that I, times that I've set that. And I think a lot of Business owners work in a pattern of behavior that uh, it, that creates a situation where there's always emergencies and everything is an emergency. Oh my gosh, we have to handle this right now because it's an emergency. Because right now it's just, we have to get it done. And if we don't stop that behavior, that behavior just perpetuates itself and it's worse and worse and worse. I... I remember looking at a company that I worked with on site. And I remember when I coached with this company, one of the things I always observed is, man, every time they did a coaching call with me, someone poked in their head in their office uh, multiple times to interrupt them in our conversation to ask them a question. And I thought, man, that is really weird how that happens. When I went and visited them on site and looked at how they operated, I realized everyone did that. That's how they did it. And where did they learn it? The, the CEO was the one who was the biggest violator of that, interrupting people, asking them if they got a sack. And then because they did it, now everyone thinks, well, that's what we do. If you want to get something done, you just walk up, you ask them, hey, hey, I know you're on the phone, but I got a question for you. And they interrupt. And to me, that is a dysfunctional way of operating because now everyone is just reacting to everyone else. 
No one's proactively planning anything. And the, and the end result in that is a lot of frustration. And so when we don't have that plan, we don't get things done that we want to get done that really pursue and push our vision further. And that just creates more bondage for us because everyone's reacting to things. And when we have reactive people and we don't have proactive people, no one's taking real ownership. So they're always coming to you for questions. And that is the worst kind of bondage that we can have for a leader is a group of people who are dependent upon us to solve problems for them. If you're that kind of a leader, I'm telling you that's not the kind of leader that you want to be. Lao Tzu said that a leader is best when the, when the aim is finished and the goal is fulfilled, the team will say we did it ourselves. That's the kind of leader that you want to be so that the team is proactive. And when they're not reactive, they're not creating that bondage for you of always having to solve problems and field emergency phone calls, emergency interruptions. That allows you to do deep work and the kind of focused, proactive work that you want to do. Coaching is a great way to create boundaries. Coaching is a way to to grow people and help them understand problems for themselves. One of the things that I can do uh, for people is I can solve their problems for them because I'm a smart, capable person and I can do that. Or I can teach them how to think through that situation and solve the problem for themselves and give them the tools and the resources to be able to do that. That allows me freedom because now I've increased the capacity of the team members that I work with. That's really huge. And when we talk about delegation, which is a, a great way to create freedom for ourselves, delegation is about being clear about what we're communicating, how we want it done, not how we want it done, but what we want done and when we want it done. And, and if we can, we let them set the win, but we let them do the how. I draw the sandbox. They can play in it however they want. Great delegation allows people the freedom of flexibility to do their job independently. And by doing that, what we're really doing is we're not delegating tasks because that just makes people dependent upon us to delegate the next task to them once the the previous task is completed. How we delegate in a role situation where we delegate roles and we say this is this is your role, this is how you do it, this is the function, this is the purpose, that's really helpful. In fact, I've got a training that I'm going to do here in the near future around a tool that we created to help delegate roles better and to create a little bit more understanding around the delegation of the role and how that happens. So uh, be on the lookout for that, especially if you're on the email list. So There's a lot of different things that we can do with boundaries and structure. When we create the structure, it allows us the freedom to really create artfully, but it also allows us the freedom to to step away from the structure, knowing that the structure is going to be there still and that people can function within the structure and that we're not the ones holding it up and holding it together. And a lot of business owners reject that kind of structure and that kind of planned out process, but the problem is... We want to have time where we can be flexible, but we also want to have time where we're not flexible. And I think managing those two, uh, that that the tension between those two things can really help us to not only uh, to create that that flexibility for for the the urgent you know non important things that may come up, but also allow us the time for the important non urgent work that we know will allow us to create leverage and scale and 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 freedom for us in the business. So if you're not good at boundaries and if you haven't gotten clear on your boundaries and what you will tolerate and what you won't, you know, confront confrontation with your team, delegating, planning, budgeting, those kinds of things. Uh, that's going to create a situation where you have bondage and you're not embracing and pursuing freedom. 
So the reason why we want to create the structure is because, uh, you know, as, as business owners, it's it's important for us to have time away and our interests lie and, and, and to develop the interests that lie outside of our office. Time off and pleasure are important. And as I said earlier, look, business is only one track, right? You've got the financial track. You know, how, how are your personal finances? Are you spending time working in your personal finances, working on getting your financial house in order? That's important because if we don't do that, that can create a lot of bondage for us, right? When when our financial house isn't in order. You know, is your spiritual uh, uh, track or your sole purpose track in order, right? And and whatever that looks like for you, is, is that in order? And a lot of times people say that, hey, spirituality is like my number one value. You know, it could be, uh, you know, in, in a lot of different areas, but uh, what I found is that tends to be something that's put on the back burner for work or other things that may not even be in someone's top five values. But relationships, your social track, your physical track, uh, it's funny how we sacrifice all these things just for the pursuit of money when when we we're making money to hopefully enjoy these other things that we want to enjoy, but we haven't put ourselves in a position to do it. So if you're someone who hasn't uh, had a lot of time off and done that, you know what would that look like to do that? Uh, I've been blessed this summer to take uh, a lot of time off. I mean, we have taken a lot of great trips as a family. We've gone to Lake Powell. We've gone to San Diego. Uh, we went to Cheyenne, Wyoming for Frontier Days and, and went to a country show. Uh, some of you may have just uh, maybe uh, hit the rewind button there because you're like, I thought he said you went on a vacation. And then I said I went to Cheyenne, Wyoming. But I did. And uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. You know, we've done some camping and some other things as a family. We've enjoyed some time off. And so that is something that's so important, though, for rejuvenation, for refreshing, for, for really putting me in a position to do my best work so that I create that space for, for re-energizing. And I, I see a lot of business owners who don't do that. And look, that lack of, of embracing the time off and embracing the structure that allows you that time off just creates more bondage for you. It's something that's that's easy to skip today, but it makes your life harder later. But putting the structure in place and making that commitment can be hard today, but it makes your life easier later because now you're enjoying the other aspects of your life that you enjoy and money is serving those things rather than you turning around and serving your money. Right, money is just the tool, but a lot of times we dedicate our entire life in the pursuit of making money, while all the other areas of our life are out of whack or out of balance, or we don't enjoy them. And what's the point of doing that? So, what would it look like for you to embrace and pursue freedom on a regular basis? What do you need to change in your business for you to be able to do that? Who do you need to hire? Uh, who do you? Where do you need to get support in order for you to do that? What limiting beliefs are you believing about freedom? That are is telling you that hey you're you're not good enough and I know a lot of business owners who re- relentlessly pursue some of the most giving people I know are also the people who feel the most unworthy about uh, themselves and they're so giving they're uh, so into creating value and it's because they never think they're enough and so it's never enough for them they're always looking for ways to to create more value but it doesn't come from a healthy spot it it comes from an inner focus an ego focus versus a a true focus of of being generous and 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 really giving of my talents it's about trying to fill a hole within me that that I'm trying to fill that really isn't a healthy hole to begin with but it but it seems like the right thing to do because we're we're channeling it in the service and the pursuit of other people 
But think about your goals and think about what you really want to accomplish in life in all the areas of your life and look at how you can do work differently to serve that. One of my favorite uh, quotes is, is by Albert Camus, and I've shared this on the podcast before. This is something that I talk about in the Wealth Acceleration work, Workshop that, uh, you know, that uh, you know that I've talked to people about in in the uh, in the world of finance and and kind of where they're at in their finance. But Camus says that the only way to deal with an unfree world is to become so absolutely free that your very existence is an act of rebellion. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of limiting beliefs. There's a lot of of stories that get told out in the world that that hold business owners back from creating value because, you know, the funny thing about this is, and the reason why I bring this up is, you know, I took some time off for vacation and I'll tell you, uh, it's funny how the resistance comes in and sometimes it's the resistance of our own making and sometimes it's other people trying to place the shackles on us and, and, and to hold us down. But when I took some time off, it was like the day I left, someone had this absolute emergency with their team and they needed to talk to me. But I was literally on a boat in the middle of a lake for a week. No email, no internet, no phone, nothing. And which is glorious, but you know, when someone's trying to get a hold of me and then they're like, "Oh my gosh, you weren't there when I needed you," right? Bondage. That is bondage, right? Cuz then I started thinking, "Crap, crap, man. Maybe I can't do a trip like that again. Man, that was they, they needed me and and then I wasn't here." And 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 I saw how that bondage starts to get uh, you know, created for me where it's like, man, I can't do that. Or I had someone say, oh my gosh, you're on vacation for two weeks. It's not acceptable. I can't get on your calendar for two weeks. Yeah, you can't. But that's the outside bondage that comes in, right? That, you know, now someone's complaining that I'm off and, and you know what I'm talking about. I bet you've had that happen too, or someone's complained about you. Ta- oh, it must be nice taking a vacation, huh? You know, uh, Italian cruise or whatever you're doing, right? Oh yeah, I bet that's great. Mediterranean pff, must be nice to be you. And it's almost like they're shaming you for taking some time off and taking a vacation and creating some memories for your family. And this is the kind of stuff that happens that, that keeps us from moving forward in a powerful way in this area, because we start to, we start to conform to the norms that exist in society today. But look, uh, I think you and I both can look at what we do for work as a society today and recognize that there's a lot of things about that that's fundamentally broken. And what I don't want to do is perform in that level at the status quo because I'm pretty sure that's going to be a path to mediocrity, not only in the work that I do, but in the life that I live. And if you're like me, you want to create high-level value for the people that you serve, but you also want to create high-level value for yourself and for those around you that care about you and that are stakeholders in the work that you do. So ask yourself this question for this week. What does it look like to create an experience for yourself? How well are you doing that? Are you embracing and pursuing freedom on a regular basis? I hope you are. And I look forward to talking with you soon uh, on the next episode of the New Work Revolution podcast. Thanks again for listening, guys. And we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.